We are bouncing. <laughs> Dude, I wish people could see us right now. I wish I wish you could. I actually wish I actually don't wish they could see us right now. No, are we going to post this on Instagram? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can oh. explain that cuz uh, our our podcast office quarters have been uh taken for the afternoon. So we are currently in a different setting and it's strange. It is strange. But not bad. Still but strange. Same, still the same view though. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> Just but, one floor downstairs. But I think I can hear the trains better from here. Mm, but that's a nice ambience for yes, listeners. Like little clickety clackety. Little clickety clackety. What's up? You oh. good? What's up? I am good. Ah. Another, yeah. <laughs> another week of nothingness. Another week of nothingness. What have you been doing? Walking dogs. Walking dogs. That's my, cute Pomeranians. That's my daytime job these days. My my, I am moonlighting as as a podcaster. <laughs> that's your uh, your alias name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What I, that's my that's my going back to the last week's superhero question. That's my superhero <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that. How's your week been? What have you been, been up good. to? I've been like working and also I've been catching up on some movies because uh, it's award season, which yes. is my favorite season because. All of the good stuff is being talked about, so I can like really catch up on everything. And I have three more films to watch from 2020 before I can finish off my 2020 um, checklist. Mm. But yeah, otherwise it's been it's been pretty productive for all of us, I guess. Nice. But um, also very um, stressful week. Very stressful week. But you know, it's a, it ain't stressful now. It's a Saturday. <laughs> you know, life is good. Well, it's. Thursday for the people, but it's Saturday <laughs> for us. Oh no, the behind the scenes of magic is oh ruined. Oh no, we've spoiled everything. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of people have told me they want us to do this drunk. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> I think we, 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 we might as we well. We will think about it, but we, we will think about it, but we need someone sober with us. To keep us in line. <laughs> I mean, the sober us will edit the horrible things out. Or that, yes. Yes, yes. But what if it's all horrible, man? <laughs> what if it's 60 minutes of bullshit? And not like the, the controlled bullshit we give out now. <laughs> like <laughs> actual bullshit. I guess, I, guess, I guess every venture needs a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop um, putting my hand on this desk because <laughs> because it's so fragile and my mic is vibrating we oh, have yeah. a special episode this week we do the all of the questions are are handpicked by the audience members true that yes. audience <laughs> members true i'm in a weird mood today <laughs> i'm in a really weird mood so we'll see how this goes <laughs> um, so thank you for submitting those and uh giving us a lazy lazy week with the topics and they are good topics not am, because they're proud. bad it's not lazy because they're bad topics it's, it's lazy because we don't have to pick our own i am proud i'm proud of our listeners yeah. they are interesting topics i'm real proud should we we should just get yeah. cracking i guess all right first boom, one boom, pow. <laughs> <laughs> what is our first <laughs> wow! We came prepared. 
I am proud of our audience. Good questions. What the hell are the questions? That's because we didn't talk about who was going to send a question. Okay, let's do this again. I remember what it was, okay? All right. So. <laughs> explore. Explore spirituality. I see. Which comes from Buyan. Yes. Shout out to Buyan. Shout out to Buyan. A dear listener. And a <laughs> great <laughs> dear listener. A dear colleague listen. and a friend. <laughs> a dear listener and a great friend. He wanted us to go. He wanted the initial topic he suggested was, should you believe in God? But we decided we don't want to touch that. <laughs> so we changed that up to, should you uh, explore yes. spirituality? So, you a spiritual person? No. <laughs> Do you believe in like stuff beyond what is seen? Mm, I'd like to, but uh, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird relationship because um, you and me come from a theater background, mm-hmm. and in theater you have very much sometimes, very much sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you get those very spiritual. Oh, find. Find Jesus Christ in you and he will give you the energy Find to perform the role. The vertical. And ultimately, if you give yourself to that kind of uh, spirituality, let's say, I think a lot of it, a lot of things can come out. Mm. But ultimately, do I believe some Jesus entity comes into me and gives me strength about it? Probably not. It's more of a placebo, mm. I think, if anything. Do you believe in like anything? Do you believe in a creator of any sorts? So this can be like God in the traditional sense, or it can be like energy, or it can be spiritual, or it can be fucking we're in the matrix, something <laughs> like that. I think so. I think there's something yeah. bigger that we don't comprehend yet. Maybe maybe in 3,000 years we can explain it by science. Let's say Big Bang is still banging in space yeah. and creating new stuff. And it is it could be sort of the god but that, cre- that creates stuff. But uh, I don't think we can currently explain everything. Hence, usually when people cannot explain something, they they find a meaning to it anyway. And if, if they literally cannot find meaning to it, then it usually involves some spiritual level of something that humanity cannot just comprehend. Mm. Mm, true. So, uh, interesting, interesting. What do you think? About? What spirituality. Is there, is there, have you heard a nice quote that you want <laughs> to live by? Do you, do you feel like you want to, You do you want to believe in something? That's a good question. I used to like, I was really, really, really firmly believing that it's just the matter we see as all is. So I didn't believe in anything up until kind of recently ago, like maybe one, two years ago. And then I started kind of, I'm still very skeptical about most things. And I'm still extremely kind of uh, um, closed minded about a lot of things, which I'd like to change about myself. But that's such a root inside of me to like, Mm. to like try and see the, the uh, rational side of things for a lack of a better word, that the spiritual, which is so kind of um, so 
abstract uh, evades me. But I guess now I'm now I think that there is something beyond. But I definitely don't think it's God and its traditional uh, meaning in any religion that we know of. I think it's more so like I don't know, kind of a connection between everybody or um or we're not getting into this discussion but <laughs> i do think the simulation theory is possible like i do think maybe this whole thing is somehow not the real reality but more so like a pseudo reality <laughs> um but i don't think it's like a code or anything i think it's maybe just like i don't know it feels too um sorted it doesn't this whole thing like life doesn't seem uh uh um chaotic enough for me in a very strange sense it's simultaneously what, what, chaotic. what do you mean chaotic? well it's, it's simultaneously chaotic and it's very sorted because i think so many of the things that everybody experiences everybody else experiences so we're all living we're all experiencing things on the same spectrum and that spectrum to me is kind of this baseline of life like they, they call it emotion or call it experience or whatever i'm meaning just those very basic kind of human things like happiness and love and loss and and greed and arrogance like things that everybody comes across and those things to me seem like part of something grander hmm. and it's very strange that i'm saying this because if you had asked me like two years ago I would have totally like toned out of this whole discussion, but I guess uh, it's it's just the process of finding that. Yeah. Did you grow up religious? Mm, semi-religious because I was baptized and all that, but it's it's one of those good day Christian kind of thing is that you don't really go to church. Yeah. You don't pray to God unless you really need to. Stuff like that. You don't really talk about religion, but still you want to believe that something can save your ass from hell. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to Bible camp as well. Bible oh, yeah. camp, in a sense. Because that is, at least it was, very common in my time in Finland yeah. to do that. And um, mainly I was there to make new friends and enjoy the camp life. Because I remember this question forever. Because um, you have religious teachers... Some of mm -hmm. them are priests, some of them are, what are those, people working with troubled teenagers and stuff like that. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a team comprised of many different things, but they are there for religious purposes. Yeah. And um, after every lesson, we could write in the back of our notebook, we could write a question that then we give to the teacher and uh, the priest. And, uh, and uh, one of my friends wrote... Uh, because in, in Bible, God creates the earth. Mm -hmm. He takes six days to form everything. And on the seventh day, he rests. That's mm -hmm. Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's God's day. Uh, my my friend asked or proposed this theory. Because what if, what if God rested on Sunday and he's still resting? So that is why uh, we have wars. We have, mm. hung, we have hunger. We have this and that. And horrible things are happening in the world. And the priest was... <laughs> Uh, just literally wrote, oh, oh dear boy, you're lost. Come and find me. Savage. Ultimately, that's what I didn't like about the religion because 
you cannot really explain it by science. That's that's the whole point because yeah. it is it is your faith. Uh, and I don't need it to be explained by science, but I I also then don't see why certain religious have these rules tied yeah. to a stone. Yeah. Because ultimately it's a matter of faith and someone someone took this upon themselves to create the laws within this certain religiousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what I got more interested in after the camp was uh, just believing what I want to believe in. Because I was like, okay, if the Lutheran religion also teaches that God is forgiving and is always on your side... Basically, whatever you do, as long as you seek God, he will find you. You stab someone, then as long as you, you seek forgiveness, you shall receive it. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought if I, if I practice my own religion or if I, if I believe in this God my own way, then how is he going to not accept me? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So yeah. um, I... I <laughs> It's always interesting to have these questions of just blind faith. Yeah. Especially in the world we live in now. Because yeah. back in the day there were so many things that you couldn't explain. But now now many things mm-hmm. can just be traced to anything really. So I think that's a really interesting thing about religion and spirituality and all of that. Is that it's so individual. Like it's so... Yes, it's... A lot of the times it's part of a larger organization. But... Ultimately, it comes to the person like spirituality. Some people choose to explore it through different things and some people choose to go into it. Some people are very skeptical. Same with religion, like, you know, Christianity, you've got so many subsections. And then in those subsections, every person, as you just said, they they kind of view it differently and they take it and they use it for different things. Mm. Um, But I definitely think it can be a wonderful thing because it's such a symbol of hope it's like the symbol of hope but i also think it's the biggest weapon that humanity has ever had and will ever have yeah Uh, because it's such a it's not like a weapon in its traditional form it's it's a thing of the mind and and soul so it it really gets people obviously as we've seen throughout history and uh i do like rituals something that ultimately that comes to your own type of religion as well because religion ultimately is for you and it is something to put your hope into you mm. gain energy and strength from it so and your own faith in that sense so for example rituals doesn't have to be something big but let's mm. say let's say we have a christmas meal and we cheer and say merry christmas to one another that yeah, is yeah. in a sense a ritual that we do before yeah. the meal yeah and it it kind of gives sense and especially in the theater world you have those moments just before a show where you gather you wish everyone good luck then you have that minute of silence and then you go on stage and that gives you so much more boost was it for you um did you find any more of your spiritual side and like that side that we're talking about after directing for the first time Mm. not necessarily directing I think it came more through the acting. Directing for me was almost like mixing music or making a puzzle. It was much more practical for me. Was the puzzle painted by you? Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't... Hmm. 
because for me, like I, I definitely, I look back on kind of the past two years and I can definitely see this huge switch inside of me when I directed, uh, yeah. let me pour you a drink because you get a little smell and a little taste of what it's like, at least for me. And that's why I'm asking you to kind of make your own thing. Obviously it's a collaboration, but mm. so much of it, because uh, we know each other's plays. Like when you write something and you direct it, it, it you're showing so much of yourself. I think through art, you're showing more of yourself than in, than yeah. than in uh, compared to any other situation. So for me, doing that and developing it and then showing it to people, and the whole process of just making art uh, undisturbed and 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 because it was a great experience, obviously, uh, was very changing for me and it really um really changed my outlook on how i view creating and myself and the audience and everything more so than my acting experience yeah to me um i guess the most spiritual art creation thing that happens to me is when i start writing if i really really focus on it i i can i wouldn't call it meditation in a sense but that is also what it is you come into the writing and you try to block everything and you take necessary routines to actually get into the flow. And um, ultimately that flow can be just regarded as inspiration. However, mm. if there are tricks of the trade to get this inspiration, it is also interesting to me that I don't want to think that it's just somehow this breathing routine or me calming down and listening to certain music probably it does activate something in my brain but uh there's always some sense of not understanding what is going on that just comes through you and then you just transfer it dude there is a um i don't know if it's like a philosophy question or whatever it is but it's something i've heard which is and I'm not saying answer it, and I won't attempt to answer it, but it's like, what is a muse? Because a muse is so unexplainable. Like, it's just, is it inspiration? Is it, is it the desire to create? Is it the, the actual creation? Like, where does it come from, the muse? Mm. And this, this thing that's been, for centuries, kind of used by artists. Mm. And I think that that connects definitely what yeah. you're talking Cause, about. Because well. if, 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 if we think that, you get the greatest inspiration of the world. You just had this perfectly formed idea of, let's say, a play and the characters and how the storyline mm. goes. To me, there's something more grand in it than just all the electrical wires in my brain flaring at the right time and forming this right idea. For me, there is something beyond that. I agree. And I, that's the thing. I cannot really explain why. It's just a certain feeling that I get. I agree. There was a moment when you're writing and you just completely sink into it kind of everything falls into place yeah and it's it's really wonderful and also kind of scary in its own way because yeah. you just let yourself go to the story but then the story is coming from you yeah so you're letting yourself go to you and that's also because if you let yourself go to these if you don't judge what you're feeling you're really skeptic about any kind of ritualistic things or religious things then um uh, of course, it can be a bit weird if you just get get into like a circle of, let's say, pushing energy in mm. the middle. Mm. But if you just allow it, see what happens. And if you actually start to feel something and you're like, okay, 
I feel something and then you don't push it away. You just like let yourself go and go even further than that, which is what we're doing with writing all the time. We're just yeah. letting the reins into whatever comes out of our brain. Yeah. Then um, I feel like that's the best way to approach whatever spiritual thing there is. I agree. I think writing is such great outlet for therapy. I think especially if you're that sort of writer that really writes stuff that comes... Because I think there's writers that are more so just develop stories that are not that personal to them. Mm. And there are writers who make things that are much more of a outlet for emotion and who they really are and what they really feel with no judgments from others or from them. And if you're the second type, the more kind of personal type, I think writing is such an amazing way to find your... To, to ground yourself and to find that spirituality mm. and to really understand yourself. Because sometimes you'll start with a theme or a thought in mind when writing. And then as you're writing, you'll develop that. And then uh, that also develops in your character. You know, that, yeah. that development that you've put on the page, it also develops who you are and who you're going to become. So it's very, very therapeutic. Yeah. Very so cool. to sum up, should you practice spirituality i think you should but i think you should practice it in a very controlled manner so i think um know what you want to get out of it but also let yourself go uh so do what you i think it's so personal but yes i think you can find a lot from it yes yeah yes i agree and uh it's not like spirituality itself is there's these ideas of spirituality that oh you believe in ghosts ah, mm. ah, bigfoot is out there in the forest mm. no no it's not that it's how i would best describe it from my own experience it's sort of this energy and it is a higher feeling than yourself i wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's nothing out that science cannot explain. Yeah. But there is still some sort of element of unknown in there. So like you said, I agree. Find ways to practice it on your own. Yeah. For us, it is writing. For you, it might be a ritual, whatever. But there is a strength yeah. in it, I, I think. Oh, that's such a, such a good word. I think there is a lot of self-understanding that comes through it yeah and a lot of grounding and strength yeah and yeah? spirituality is also very personal so there's many 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 ways to Absolutely. practice it so whatever works for anyone is fair game yeah go for it and if you're scared to go for it i was i can definitely tell you just like try and try and distance yourself <laughs> from from that fear and just go for it a couple of times see what happens maybe it's not for you maybe oh. it is you'll never know unless you try Ultimately, just approach it with an open mind for yourself. Yes, that's a good way Exactly, yes. If you have an open mind about it and see what happens, you're not going to lose anything. If anything, you're just going to gain something. True. True. Hmm. 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 Look at <laughs> us. Look at us. Look at us. Um, yeah. Second one. Second one. Let's, Let's go straight into, into it. it. Let's go. We go straight into it. We're on a roll. <laughs> go to the first space hotel. <laughs> um, because apparently a space hotel is scheduled to officially open in 2027. A <laughs> um, little bit of background info. This has been 
developing for a while. It's a Californian company called Gateway Foundation, mm-hmm. um, and they've invested. I don't have the number, but I'm assuming it's a shit ton. Uh, <laughs> um, it is called officially the Voyager Station, Ooh. which is a very, very uh, dope name. It is going to be built by the Orbital Assembly Corporation. Um, and it's going to open in 2027. Is it... Where is it? Is it, like, around the moon? Is it... It's... Is it in between Earth and moon? Is it in Mars? Well... <laughs> is it just floating in space and know. if you stay too long, you're gone? No, it's definitely not. It's it's definitely, like, around... Very cool. I'm assuming it's... So it is... It is in, I'm not going to assume it. Just outside the atmosphere of Earth. That's what I'm thinking. But I'll find oh. it. Um... I read that it's going to be 250,000 to go there on a regular trip, which seems like an insanely low number. How is How long is regular trip? Because I'm assuming they don't fly you just there for one night and remember, you come back. Remember when I told you that I'm going to read up on this so that I'm not <laughs> underprepared? And, and yet I'm still... <laughs> and yet here we and are. yet I'm still underprepared. Um, wait, I found a good, good one. Ooh. So, yeah, so... Wait. Oh, so much pressure. <laughs> so it's going to be... You take your time. So we can edit this. Ordinary passengers are going to go into space for $250,000 per person per trip. It doesn't say what a trip is. Um, but apparently the team at Voyager Station has already assured the public that they plan to eventually make a stay at the hotel something similar to buying a cruise ticket. So it should be pretty easy to go there. Hmm. Um, but how are you going there? Are you just... Because ro- rockets, they cannot have that many people in them. Mm. And first of all, what's that? Let's say let's say four people are in a rocket and 250. That's, that's million. I think shooting a rocket to the sky is more than a million dollars. So, uh... How the hell do people get get on that station? Um, so it's going to accommodate two hundred and eighty guests and one hundred and twelve crew members. Um, and SpaceX is not a partner, but they want to work with it. All of this information is useless. I want to see <laughs> how do you get to the space hotel? Imagine being a crew on that. Imagine you work in that space wow. station. You you just get shot up there. You're probably there for a few months, and then come back for, for a <laughs> Yo, I, I, I googled how do you get to the space hotel, and Google Maps sent me to a space apart hotel, which is in Kensington Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the closest we have currently. Um, so far, we don't have many answers about this mysterious space hotel station. Well, it's going to have a spa and a cinema. That we know. How? <laughs> um, it hasn't been revealed how much it will be to build. It will feature a series of pods attached to the outside of the rotating ring. And some of these pods could be sold to the likes of NASA for space research. <laughs> so so far, this is sounding to me like someone made a PowerPoint to someone. And then, and then thought the whole thing through. Just like, oh, we're going to have a space station. It's going to have a cinema and a spa. And we're going to have these people come in. And it's me. It'll be the dopest fucking thing ever. I mean, so far, 
these articles don't offer much concrete information to me as a consumer. So it's also going to have villas for sale, by the way. I'm not fucking about them. Whoa. Yeah, it's going to have... And how much is a villa? To buy? <laughs> I love that. Someone think Because it's probably in the millions. Okay, I apologize. My original um, source from a website uh, lied to me. It's Ooh. actually going to be 5 million for a three and a half day stay, which uh, sounds much more... That sounds like such a waste. Three and a half days. Yeah, but if you're a billionaire... Yeah, but in a, imagine you go to... I, 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 I go to a holiday longer than that. Dude, you can make a reservation right now. Like, their website is live. And you can make a reservation right now. Visit. Let's see what happens. Should we try and book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why not? Explain to us what happens when you start to book. Luxury villas... So, I'll, I'll guide you through the but process. Ima- Let me imagine make a reservation. you don't come to... Let's say I invite you to Finland. You don't come to Finland for three and a half days. So, why would you go to space for three and a half days? That's true, yeah. But Because it's space. But three and a half days. Also, I'm looking at the art that they've made. Like the... um, What is it called? Uh, pitch art. There is a word for it. Whatever. The fake art of what it's going to look fake like. Art. Um, it looks dope, but it looks exactly as you imagine, like a future dystopian <laughs> hotel in space. Um, it also says only a select few will have their name put down in history as being the first to visit the Voyager station. <laughs> will it be you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there is absolutely nothing on this website, by the way. I'm scrolling through it as we're going on there is all nothing those, in space all those, either the all those que- all those questions that you asked like how do you get there um what do you do why would you go for three and a half days none of that is in there all we know is it's gonna have a restaurant and it's gonna have a bar and a spa um, and a cinema yeah i, I love that <laughs> even if that is a question like ah uh, honey do, do you want to buy a villa from Greece or the space station? <laughs> Which one tickles your fancy? But uh, it does have the the hotel specifications. Like it's going to have a, the, the Voyager station is the whole name of the place. And then it has a docking hub, which I'm assuming is going to be permanently into space. Not going in and out. It's like a ring. Uh, like a ring structure mm-hmm. and then it has these outer ring um assemblies <laughs> and then it has the pods uh it probably you probably get there via some sort of because i'm by the look of this a it's super sketchy i just <laughs> i just i just went through it and i wouldn't pay for this, even if Five I probably have, yeah, even if I have the money, if I'm a billionaire, I do a lot more research than what's on their website. They're selling me as if I'm going to do fucking horse riding for the afternoon. <laughs> and it's not horse riding, is it? It's freaking going to space. I also wonder how much, how much does the journey take to the station? It depends on where the station is. Yeah, exactly. I guess if it's kind of close orbit, it shouldn't take that long. Yeah. Just go, just, but it can't be that close into orbit, though, can it? Because you got to fly off with something that has enough power to fly you out of the atmosphere. So that needs a while to like get to a stop. So I don't know. It's, it's a couple of tens of thousands that'll, of that'll kilometers. That'll be such a waste space. though, because correct me if I'm wrong. 
rockets are basically once they are used, once they're shot in the sky, you cannot reuse. Pretty them. much. Well, so Elon Musk is working on it, but but right now, yeah, yeah, it's so, still an event if it's reused. So th that is what this world world needs: space garbage. <laughs> <laughs> This whole thing is just like, I'm glad they've announced. Oh, by the way, this question comes from Evans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Evans. Shout out to Evans. We forgot. But no, this whole thing just sounds really, really. It's It almost sounds like two dudes decided to do a podcast out of nowhere. And then <laughs> just started promoting it randomly, you know? Like, um, very, very strange concept. And it's not, it doesn't have a really good marketing strategy or a sales thing. Uh, but I'm assuming if you've got the money, I don't, then... I don't think the whole thing has a strategy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're banking on the fact that if rich people see this and they have the money, they're gonna call up and like ask those questions themselves. Yeah. Should we send them an email? <laughs> Should we for real? <laughs> I'm looking for you to spend my money, and I was wondering how do I get to your Voyager? <laughs> Should we send them an email? We we can. So you gotta make a registration in order to make a reservation um but what about what if i click invest <laughs> invest in the future whoa <laughs> no i don't want to invest in the future <laughs> the time is now the vision this all, all also by the way super sketchy um everybody who's listening please go on this website is the official website. It's called VoyagerStation.com. And tell me this doesn't look super sketchy. <laughs> like, this is not what I imagine the first space hotel is gonna be. It just looks like... That looks like a Star Wars fan page. You know what it, you know what it looks like? It looks like a get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> it looks like multi-network marketing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like something that... Come on, their, their tagline is the future... It's in rotation. <laughs> Is there a name for a company? Who who did this? Well, who who's in charge of all this? In charge of all this is Orbital Assembly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the divine sound in the background. <laughs> in charge of all this is Orbital Assembly. Um, Orbital Assembly. Yeah, they are the world's first large-scale space construction company. I think that's that SpaceX. hasn't built anything in have, have they built anything in space? SpaceX? No, or no, this guys? company. Well, I guess they're working on it now. <laughs> I guess guess <laughs> what? <laughs> guess what? This the the parent company of Voyager um, Station. Guess what their tagline is? What is that? We provide gravity. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! This is horrible. And also. I wonder what the rooms are like because if you, if any one of you have ever been on boats uh -huh. and those little tiny crew cab cabins that you get, those suck. So imagine being in space in that. Yes, you are in space, but fuck. Yeah, it's a real. Um, let me contact them. <laughs> let me contact. We them. will follow Man, up. We will. We will try to contact this company and get what, some information. Know, I'll, I'll send it live on the podcast right now. Um, my name is uh, Mickey. <laughs> I thought about a fake name, but let's go, let's go with the real <laughs> name. Coming from let's an email go, of let's Mickey. Let's go with the real name. I'm gonna go Mickey Angelo. Maybe I shouldn't. We'll cut bleep out my email. <laughs> not that it's not anywhere. Subject. 
questions. Two questions. <laughs> um, We're hoping for answers. Hello. Um, I was wondering how <laughs> you get to the station. Um, what type of rooms do you offer? Well, they kind of have the room types on there. Like do the, they? Yeah, the fake art. Fake art. Should I just go, hello, I was wondering how you get to the station. Many thanks. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that is a solid question. They, it hasn't been answered. I will, I <laughs> So it goes, how, And how many people can come in one trip? Ooh, and also... Me and my friends <laughs> are wondering how many people do this, the rocket fit. <laughs> trip. Me and my friends... <laughs> Are wondering. So it goes, um, hello, I was wondering how you get to the station. And also, how many people can come on one trip? Me and my friends are, I don't like the word wondering, in ponder. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends are in ponder. <laughs> no, um, um, Conjecturing. Me, me and my friends are looking to invest on a holiday and no. are a bit unsure. No, 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 no. Me and my friends are just thinking about it. <laughs> Many thanks, Michelangelo. <laughs> I am not a robot. Send message. <laughs> it is sent. We will update you. We will update next week. what they answer. I, I feel like probably nothing. Yeah, they will not answer me. Due to the high number of inquiries, we make, <laughs> we make every effort to respond within three business days of all inquiries. Well, I highly doubt they'll it, answer it, my dumb email. Ima imagine you leave your room, you go to a spa, you go to a cinema, you come back and you find this candy floating on your bed. <laughs> Living oh, the man, life. Man. Okay, um, sum up. No. <laughs> no, I will say like, yeah, go to space, but... Not this, not this, yeah, don't, not the don't Voyager. Even think about it for the first 10 years. Yeah, not the Voyager station, because it's like, it's it's almost like buying the first iPhone, even though that was actually good. Scratch that. It's <laughs> not like buying the first iPhone. It's just dumb, because <laughs> it's uh, it's so in beta, and it, and it looks bad. Like, if Elon Musk does this, hell yeah, go for it. If <laughs> SpaceX does it, yeah, yeah. But not the Voyager station, which looks like a Star Wars fanfiction site. To be fair, didn't... The first Tesla car failed uh, <laughs> when they when they threw uh, like a rock at it. That was the Cybertruck, and I also it did, but I think that was totally a marketing thing. Yeah, but imagine Voyager, <laughs> the unpenetrable <laughs> fortress that is a hotel as late as a hole. Oh wow! Yeah, no, so, don't, um, don't go to the Voyager. Yeah, don't station. go to the Voyager. Uh, it I, I would totally go to space, but not to the Voyager station. If you have five million to spare. And you really cannot find any other way to spend it than Voyager. Give it to charity, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, very true. So no, so don't, no. don't go to Voyager. Yeah. Wait for the future. Don't go to the future. Let the future come to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our tagline. Tag Man, I can't believe I just really emailed them. <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully no one rich blacklists me from working <laughs> ever again man. yeah because voyager is what we all need <laughs> oh my god all right um crack on to the crack on one. to the final topic
Do you know what it is? Do you? I know what okay, it is. Okay, good. I'll play the sound. <laughs> you do. Swim in the River Thames. Yes. Such a good one. Which comes from... Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. We appreciate Shout it. Out. Shout out. Uh, so... It's want- something every Londoner has wanted to do oh, secretly. Yeah. Have you... like? You're lying to yourself. If you never walk <laughs> next to Thames, looked at the currents that it has, I wondered, what happens if I just jump this rail yeah. and yeah. start swimming? Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely lying to yourself. Or if you've walked a bridge and you've been like, ah, I can make this jump. Because, <laughs> uh, like, we've all done it. Or maybe people are smarter than us and they haven't. But no. Um, I'm sure people you? have... Swim for sure. Swam, swam, swim, in it. Is it? It is illegal, isn't it? I think so. It has. I think you can get a fine from it, because ultimately there's those boats going around, those tourist boats, and I guess other boats as well. So um, you're just blocking their way because they cannot just run over you i guess you also <laughs> gotta do your research because yeah, well, wait, yeah. i'm gonna go to river thames <laughs> gotta do some research no because sometimes the currents are like real bad and sometimes it's peaceful so you don't want to go in the currents because you don't want to start at you know london eye and then end up on um london bridge <laughs> you know you don't want to you don't want to like swim diagonally you want to <laughs> swim, swim swim across it um so yeah, do your research when you can actually go into this re- re- river. To be fair, it is so dirty that uh, health. If you decide to go <laughs> swimming, it your health is not your first concern. <laughs> Again, I'm reading about people who have swam on it, and this. What do du- they say? This dude is like, um, well, it it just seems like. You know, a journalist site. And then he goes like, the Thames has a reputation as a dirty river. It's Because um, it not, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not good. Uh, you know, there is rainfall conditions, la-di-da. And then he goes, despite this, over the past few weeks, I've been swimming in the Thames daily. How do I justify that? Daily? Yeah. But does he like, because there's those tiny little shores, those very random shores yeah. next to it. Does he just dip himself in one of those? Or does he actually go for a solid swim? He is actually the guy. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! He is one of the editors of a magazine called Outdoors Swimmer, <laughs> and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about a guy who's an outdoors swimmer. Oh, um, but while swimming in the Thames, ten spots. Wait, so is it illegal? <laughs> Yes. Yes, I yes, think so. Because it, it is. You will disrupt everything that is going on on Thames, boat-wise. You can traffic. get a permission. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is a good permission <laughs> you to have to go get, swimming get, in Thames? You can get a permission from the Port of London Authority. Or How? The what, what, what is your reasoning to get it? Uh, well, I guess like Outdoor Swimmer magazine, they want to do research. <laughs> For I sure. want to do an article. Can I go ahead and swim in it? I wouldn't be surprised, man. Uh, but it, would you cross it or would you swim? A, like, would you go from one end to the other or would you swim in the middle, per se? Which would you prefer in a theoretical Dep- world? Depends on the current. It is quite long. It is a long long distance to swim 
even if the current is helping you. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess just for the experience, I would just swim a bit. What, across? Or what do you mean? No, just go along the river, but not too long. Let's say um, max, what would I say? London Bridge to Big Ben. What? What? <laughs> I mean, if you have a nice current, that's... <laughs> You fucking psychopath! <laughs> I'm thinking like that's a what twenty minute swim probably. Yeah, that's not even bad. Yeah, on the Thames. Yeah, but if you, if you go there, you might as well go all the way. If the man the, makes if, a point. If, if the boats are not against you, like let's say I'm not gonna be overrun by boats and I have to be in constant danger. I like then that, no. I also like that you pick the two most iconic like starting and ending points. Like, you know, from uh from London Bridge to Big Ben. Like but imagine if if Thames is closed just for your swim, <laughs> or that gap in it is closed just for your swim. Wouldn't you want to swim a bit further? Yeah. In that situation, for sure. And of course, if the currents allow me, because if, if those will just drown me, then no. I like that, but I, I would also like to cross it, like from one end yeah. to the other. Like, just go, oh, I need to cross this river. <laughs> I don't need a bridge. I'll just swim on it, you know? Because um, that seems like a dope thing to do. Yeah. But then that's, in its weird way, I guess, scarier, because the currents go... Um, you're swimming horizontally, not vertically, if, if that's how everyone else is thinking about it. Because <laughs> that's how I'm seeing it. Um, it's a cool experience. It would be a cool experience. Because I would at least, if I would be in the middle of them swimming, yeah. Yeah. I would take a good look at what is surrounding me. And I would be like, oh, this is what it looks like from here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even if I got a permit... And, and, from the PLA. And if I would do an outdoor swimmer magazine, I probably wouldn't do it just for the sake that it is so dirty and it's a health hazard, surely. But uh, then again, if I was doing an outdoor swimmer magazine and I had outdoor swimming gear, that would maybe protect me. Now that's a different scenario. Okay, listen. <laughs> this is the scenario I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna propose to you. You get a guy that goes, his name is Peter. Ah, good old <laughs> he, Peter. He used to work for the Italian mafia. <laughs> but now he's an outdoor no, 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 swimmer. No, no, no. You get a phone from a guy and they're like, tomorrow, there are no boats. You can cross the River Thames from one side to the other. Um, it's completely safe. There isn't a current. Just come and we'll arrange it. What do you say? If they would arrange it, I would probably do it. But they don't give you, like, the swimsuit and shit. They just give you the permit. Mm, then no, because <laughs> I, I have to, first of all, take one set of dry clothes to the other side. Uh-huh. <laughs> then go to the other side with my ordinary clothes, take my clothes off. Maybe if I want to carry them with me, put them in a bag Are you telling me? Are you telling me that if you go to swim through the Thames, there's not going to be, like, me, Sabrina, Olivia there with you? To see you swim through the Thames. So we're going to have your clothes. <laughs> I mean, probably, yeah. But also, this has to be in summer. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but would you... Okay, another question then. <laughs> would you pursue um, the, the opportunity? 
Probably not if it's just for a swim. If uh, if I would, let's say, do the Outdoor Swimmer <laughs> magazine and they would have all the gear for me. And hell, if I could even explore a bit, yeah. let's say dive into the Thames. <laughs> the, the, would you want to find a shopping cart? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what is in there. I'm, I'm sure someone drove their car off the bridge once and it is just in there. <laughs> yeah, actually. So um, if I could make it, let's say, an activity, like a whole day... To just safely go swimming in there. Absolutely, I would. But if it's just me randomly taking my clothes off, swimming across it, putting a set of dry clothes and going home, then I'm not too big of a fan of it. I agree. I I would say if someone offers it to me, like, do you want to swim right now? I'll probably do it just because if I'm sure it's safe. Because... You know, my grandma taught me, you don't want to mess with the water, okay? (laughs) The water, the water doesn't play around. My grandma always used to say, um, so, so, because you don't want to like mess around with the, with the water. It can do horrendous things to you. So I would, I would make sure that the water isn't going to kill me. And then I would do it for the meme, um, for the story. A thought came to me. Do you think Queen Elizabeth hears from these things? <laughs> Do you think someone tells her or she reads from the news, a dude went into Thames and swam it? Dude, I thought you were going to ask, do you think Queen Elizabeth has ever swam through the Thames? No, I don't um, think she has. No, I don't think she has. I don't has also either. think she has heard of our, our podcast yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Shout but, out to but, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> but, uh, no, but Queen Elizabeth, I, I if you're listening, listen, like we'd love to I'm, come I'm, have I'm you sh- as a guest. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure. Sure, she, uh... Sorry, I'm addressing the queen. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she gets the news of, let's say, what is happening in the world in politics and so on. <laughs> the things that affect her country. But uh, uh, do you think she gets also these very dumb news? <laughs> like, let's say some reality star TV star broke up. Or, or, swam or, or, or do you think they just slam a newspaper on her desk in the morning and they go... Another one. Another Florida man did this. <laughs> she goes, another Florida man has eaten na- a crocodile. Now, if, if a Queen Elizabeth would see my picture swimming in Thames, <laughs> now suddenly, for the meme, I'm a bit more curious on doing this stunt. Oh, for sure. Imagine this. <laughs> there's, a, there's a picture of you <laughs> swimming <laughs> in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> in front of the Queen, who is just like, ah, yeah. Yeah, man, that'd be funny. That would be really funny if the Queen of England sees you <laughs> swimming in the Thames, and she's like, "Another one." Or, or may, maybe she's may, maybe she's going on a holiday trip to one of her castles, and she sees you physically <laughs> just swimming in there. <laughs> oh my god! You never know. You never know. Life has a way of, like, spicing things up. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? Maybe you'll go to run the River Thames and then meet the Queen the same day. Um, how do we get to the Queen from all of this? Um, but, yeah. So, I think uh, I think swimming the Thames is fun. But how do you know? <laughs> okay, sorry. I think swimming the Thames will be fun or could be fun. However... I probably wouldn't, like, put in all the effort unless I'm being offered the opportunity on a silver platter um, because it's just, it's freaking hassle to get it sorted. But uh, on the other hand, I would love to, and I probably will before I move 
out of London someday <laughs> in my life. I probably will, like... Take I wanna, the opportunity. No, I don't want to cross it. I want to, like, submerge myself. Just to say, I have technically, technically swam in the River Thames. Just make, like, one, two, three, and that's it. Yeah. Um, which counts, you know? Mm-hmm. Swimming is swimming, you know? Swimming is swimming. So... You would, but only if time is your enemy. If time is my enemy? If, when oh, you're moving out of London yeah. and the pressure becomes yeah, bigger yeah. to but even, actually but, dip but your But even then I wouldn't like, like, I wouldn't be like, this week I'm going to cross <laughs> the River Thames and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get the permit from the Port of London Authority <laughs> and I'm going to, nah, like if, if, if the Port of London Authority is like, Man, we loved your podcast. Come swim, <laughs> you know. Promote or like if outdoor um, swimming wants to like partner up, you know, um, then I'd do it. But otherwise, otherwise I wouldn't pursue it. What about you? Only if I'm offered it as an activity mm. by by like a trustworthy source. If, if a dude comes on the street and like wanna wanna swim in the river Thames for five. No, I'm not. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? Because this question comes from Olivia. You should do a date night crossing the River Thames together. No. (laughs) Maybe I will organize it and gift it to you. Or maybe not. (laughs) uh, Or maybe I will. Yeah, only if if a trustworthy source offers me the chance, of course I'm going to go there because it's a once in a lifetime experience. However, I wouldn't just go noon and jump in Thames. Yeah. That, I agree. That just makes no sense. But I will tip my toes in. Fair enough. For, for sure. <laughs> I was going to say faux show again. And oh. then I'm like, it's not 2008. You know, I don't know why I'm I'm living in 2008 with these expressions <laughs> today. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, to, to sum it up, I would say. Tip your toes in. Tip your toes in. Do it if the opportunity comes. No, don't pursue it. Yeah, don't don't pursue swimming well, if, in Thames. If anyone has swam in the Thames, DM us. Yeah, give give us give us some info. Give us what. And if anyone has what if anyone like. has been to a space hotel as well, we'd love oh, to know yeah. about that. Or if you're planning to, yeah, or yeah, if, yeah. if Voyager answers your email, please please oh let God. us know. Yeah, we will we will update you on the Voyager email. <laughs> oh man, dumb stuff. Well, well, keep DMing us with suggestions as. Yeah. This episode was made entirely on those suggestions. Yeah, thank you so very much for coming. listening. Thank uh, you. And uh, have a wonderful weekend. Yes. Enjoy life. It's a great thing. Um, <laughs> and yeah. 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 <laughs> have a wonderful week. Yeah. And an upcoming weekend. See ya, boy. King of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs>